The PhD is an adventure, an odyssey into knowledge for which you must prepare. If you want tips, news, and a little humor about the PhD and about career readiness, that's what I bring you every month here on PhD Dojo. News, tips, grad school stories, listener questions. Here you'll find everything to be a black belt at the PhD and beyond. Welcome to the dojo. How are you today, Gad? Yeah, very good. How's the second lab? Very great. Uh, actually, we have uh, somebody new in the team. Uh, okay. Her name is Linda. She's uh, she's very great. Uh, she will coordinate uh, uh, the mentorship program. So that's uh, that's very exciting. Today's topic is actually one that you know a lot about. Um, and, uh, of course, I'm talking about entrepreneurship as a scientist, but in particular, as someone who is doing their PhD. And um, it's it's something that, uh, you know, I've taken part in, in some workshops related to that, uh, uh, given by... Um, uh, you know the the QC uh, QC SE program uh, by uh, uh, V1 Studio, things like that. But I do believe that a lot of people out there doing their their PhDs in grad school have no idea of what it takes, have no idea of the do's and don'ts. Uh, you know, may not have had any courses or learning to do with intellectual property. So I think uh, it's going to be very interesting today to to be able to leverage your specific know-how uh, on this subject and to share some of, some of what you've uh, learned, some of the work you do, or anyway, some of the lessons learned that, that you've had from your, your journey so far and that you can share with them. Yeah, so uh, first of all, uh i don't feel i'm not an i'm, I'm not an entrepreneur you know i'm I'm, mm -hmm. I'm i'm teaching to entrepreneur i'm supporting entrepreneurs mm -hmm. uh but i'm not a scientific entrepreneur of course uh I'm working with the science the the second lab but i'm still like yeah I'm more like not an entrepreneur but anyway um yes so there's there's different people who would like to start company from their phd it's very particular because usually uh you have technology entrepreneurship you have people uh, the first uh, uh when they they start they they're doing during the bachelor uh, some people uh, just started technology uh that coming out from the university or they are supported by university for developing a te specific technology for a specific problem but now we're talking about some people who's doing a PhD, they're doing a research, very cutting-edge research, very deep. And from this research, they would like to start a company. It's, yes. it's a very difficult effort, and nobody knows where to start, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so I, I found different kind of people during the... The, I mean, their graduate studies or PhD, uh, and, or even the postdoc, where you have some people they find the project, they 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 would like to find a project, and some people found that their PhD can have 
a benefit. I mean, the the results of their PhD can have a benefit for the society through, uh, I mean, a company that they mm -hmm. would like to start. And a lot of people are very undecided. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I found some measurements like, Uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly the numbers, but it's maybe twenty percent. I saw some forty percent. I think it's a it's a rough number of people who's doing their PhD. They are interested about entrepreneurship, but very very few really start mm -hmm. something. Um, I don't know where it, it comes from, but I think it's there's misinformations. Uh, they are. Of course, as PhD student, you are very deep in your PhD. So maybe you say like, well, I will do it later or mm. whatever. I don't know why you have this mismatch between the people who take actions or and people would like to start some, something. Mm. I would imagine that some of it has to do with being able to, you know, to with having role models around you. If mm -hmm. no one around you, you know, you have this idea, you're like at, at the bench and you're like, mm, I have this idea. Your lab mate is not doing anything entrepreneurial. Your PI is not doing anything entrepreneurial. The lab, you know, no one around you does that. That must be one reason is this kind of solitude, you know, no role, no role models to emulate that. That could be one. Yeah. There's, there's uh, if you go in universities like Harvard or Stanford, where you have people like professors, they spin out 10 to 20 companies. Wow. Uh, so you have, you have the opportunity to do that and they know how to do it. Um, of course, we're not talking about professors who's doing startup company because they usually in, I mean, professors position a startup company, they can start, I mean, they can be a CEO or a CTO, but usually they they are a scientific advisor. They can have a part of the company, so they can have they they can have actions into the company, mm -hmm. right? Uh, a part of the company, but you know, most of the time, it's either the students who stay in the company as executive. Okay. Um, More than the professor, because the professor is a professor, so they would like would like them to in, at the university <laughs> to continue their career. I know some professors they stop their career to start their own company, but it's very risky mm. when you have a professor position to do it. It's yeah, few of them doing are doing it, but you know, not most of them. So let's say, let's say you're someone very driven like an, an, an entrepre entrepreneurially and actually you start your phd you even choose your your phd subject to be like you said something that's going to help the community you have this kind of wish to uh to create or to to work on something that will have tangible and and kind of rapid effects on on real life through Uh, through mm -hmm. an entrepreneurial project, what are your what's your advice in terms of choosing a lab, choosing uh, an institution to go to? If you if you know if you already know that that's what you want to do, 
Yeah, if you already know what's what you want to do, just check the labs and see uh, where the people get out of the lab are going. Uh, if, if some of them are entrepreneurs, you are in the lab who knows who knows the topic. Uh, sometimes you you can go into the lab where the professor is also a part, a part of the company. Um, there's there's the mindset also about. Uh, professors who are more entrepreneurs or have an entrepreneurship mindset. Uh, um, so choosing a lab, first of all, is is there some company? Are they aware about it at least? Mm-hmm. Or and that's that's one of the bases. The other basis is is it a positive environment? Mm-hmm. Because uh, we know that a lot of labs sometimes it's a little bit toxic, but. Is it at least a positive environment where the professors, the professor is able to let me free to start a company because it's a lot of commitment, mm-hmm. and uh, and of course you would like to work in transparency with your professor, especially if you would like to do your PhD and then start a company with your research. There's a lot of transparency to have if if it's if this is really what you want. Just talk to your professors, and and if they disagree, just it's not the right professor. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not the right lab, even if it's the best lab in the world. If if they don't want to do it, and this is really what you do, just try to find a, a lab where you have a positive environment, people that can surround you to uh, to support this company growth, and 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 making the research from the research to a company. Mm-hmm. Another question again for the person who already has this idea. Mm-hmm. Are, th- now, do, do most universities have like an innovation office or a you know kind yeah. of a uh, startup incubator? Is it something that you also should put on the scales when you're choosing the university you're going to? Yeah, and and the the first thing that I have to say is starting a company. We always see like one or two entrepreneurs in the in the photo <laughs> at the <laughs> end, but. But of course, it's a, it's a huge teamwork. So there's first, it's a teamwork of co-founders, but there's a lot of people around around them. So at the university, first of all, do you have? If you would like to choose a new university, you have a center of of for entrepreneur of, of for entrepreneurs, like a center of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, most of university has uh, one. Is it a good one? You can uh, you can check, you can visit it, and at the university you always have like a, let's say a, an office for sponsorship, uh, liaison industry, a milieu. Uh, I mean, a university industry or industry or university milieu, mm-hmm. um, or you you always have this this kind of office where they can support your IP process and uh, and sometimes your entrepreneurship store uh, adventure mm-hmm. so and we hope that all these people work together so the professors the center for of entrepreneurship and uh, the the office for uh, for the IP excellent now a question that that can arise in people's minds is because if you let's say i I'm uh, working in, uh, you know, I'm, my PhD is in uh, something associated with 
mechanical devices yeah. or with an industrial process, a chemical process. It's very the link from that to an IP to uh, a patent is quite straightforward. But have you seen projects like entrepreneurial projects come from social sciences uh, yeah. and, and from other domains? Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, you have some people uh, in art or in uh, in uh, in social uh, social science or um, any kind of faculty. They can start their company. It could be a consultancy company. Uh, maybe it's not related to IP, but uh, yeah, there's uh, there's there's a lot to do with this. Mm -hmm. So it could be a consultancy company. That's what I saw uh, most of the time. Um, it could be it could be a you know uh, what I call it's it, it could be a, a tech a social technology like mm -hmm. uh, like uh, I don't know an app or uh, or it could be something like um, uh, I'm working with the guy who's developed um, a, a software for uh, augmented reality okay. in the hospital. Oh, very wow. interesting, very, very interesting project, very interesting topic. Fully and applicable to <laughs> to the yeah. community and yeah. and there's yeah ex exactly and and uh, there's I mean the the lenses I mean the, the 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 augmented reality device is already sell uh, by in, yeah. yeah in you the can market buy it in, in the, the market, market yeah. <laughs> you can buy it. But the software is not, and this is where the software is in copyright. Uh, so this is what you see, like copyrights, okay. um, know-how. Excellent. So I was asking that because I'm imagining people watching or listening saying, oh, but no, this is for technology people. This is for scientists. No, it's... Yeah, uh, you know, if it's for for anyone who has who has yeah. an idea, and, and you can and you can be and, and you can wondering if you would like to start a non for profit company or or a for profit company. So mm -hmm. it everything is possible. I mean, uh, it's it really it's 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 really about your mindset, mm -hmm. your values, and um, is it is it a good fit for the things that you would like to do? Mm. Now I mentioned uh, V1 Studio at the beginning of, of yeah. this conversation, and uh, I would uh, recommend that. So if you have an idea, but you feel like I I don't know the language, I don't know the culture of entrepreneurship, uh, the the QCSE pro, uh, program for people who are here in in Montreal is is a good one. Is uh, there are other resources like that? For for people uh, to to just learn what business is about, what a uh, what a uh, business yeah. uh, uh, a business canvas. What's the now? Then the name is escaping. Uh, business model canvas. Yeah, what a this business what model it, canvas it, is. Yeah, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so, are there are there other resources? Is this a, also for you? Is this a key resource I mean, that you recommend? There's a lot. I, actually, uh, there's more than enough sometimes. <laughs> uh, so it's it's actually it's 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 really hard to know what what is right for you, uh, because you have a tons of organization who's doing it's in every cities. If if if, if you take the example of Montreal, Montreal, you have some a lot of cent. I mean, each universities have their own center for entrepreneurship. 
they have incubators. Um, they have accelerators. Okay. And, and I mean, not university especially, but you have some accelerators. Um, V1 Studio is a is a is an entrepreneurship studio. So it's it target is a bit different, but it's also for learning um, how to start a company. But more than learning, doing the company into into this kind of incubator. Mm-hmm. So do you know, David, the difference between a studio for company and an incubator? I do not, uh, and I, I would love you. I was going to ask exactly that: studio, incubator, accelerator. Can you yeah can you it's, popularize it's, that it's, for us? Uh, yeah, so center for Empre- entrepreneurship. Sometimes it's it's related to incubator. That's that's pretty much the same. But center for entrepreneurship at the university. It's for university people mm-hmm. who'd like to start a company, and and sometimes they have like what we call uh, I don't know waking up program. I don't know the term in English, but the waking. You know, uh, wake up program in entrepreneurship, like where uh, you, you would like, yeah, uh, we program de veille. Um, so, so actually, it's, it's just like you start from the beginning. Where, where to start if you would yeah. like to start a company? Okay, so entrepreneurship um, 101, like, uh, yeah, entrepreneurship like 101. <laughs> uh, so, they have this kind of program, but more than this, so they can support you a little bit more. Um, incubators, it's, it's the next step. So, uh, so you have. Incubators sometimes is very specific to the fields, so uh, it could be technical at large, but it could be in uh, health science, it could be in uh, clean tech, it could be in. Uh, so you have different kind of entr- uh, incubators. Accelerator is the next step. So where you would like to grow faster. Okay, so you have a project that has been it's built, not- it's working, and now you need to grow it. Okay. Yeah, you need to grow it, and a studio. It's a place where. Uh, it's it's like it's like an, uh, a company factory, so okay, you you go into there. They give you a kind of salary. They take some equity from your company, and you grow the company with the salary with in one, two, or three years. Um, there's another one named Tandem Lunch, which is, has the same kind of things, which is more in uh, in uh, technology like mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, AI. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what they offer. So they give you the space, they give you the salary, and uh, and sometimes they give you the project. And they yeah. oh, they have already uh, licensed the IP from a university or from somewhere else. Okay, and you can start your company from that. It's not for everyone. Uh, it's not for every kind of project, but mm. uh, it's it's a model. Okay, now. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, what, what were we going to say? <laughs> yeah, uh, for for scientific entrepreneurship, it's it's a little bit particular, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think um, because you there's there's those two kind of model: the startup model and the spin-off model. I think the spin-off yeah. model is is a little bit better, but at some point you have to start up. So it's it's. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's pretty difficult because you have it's very difficult scientific entrepreneurship when you are you are in a lab like scientific lab as we know it could be in health science or or engineering because the technology is very uh, not mature mm-hmm. uh, so so you you have to maturate it in the lab first okay. And you don't know how how long it will take. 
So to, what, what, when you say mature, me, does, do you mean bringing it to a place where someone outside will be able to be interested and in, and invest in it and buy it? Is that what mature? Yeah, the the thing is, is yourself. You, if you are the entrepreneur who would like to start up a company, you mm -hmm. are the one who would like to be interested about your own <laughs> your own product, <laughs> your, your own product, or your own uh, research prototype. <clears throat> so, so what I mean, mature, it's at least you have to demonstrate the minimum requirement what we call a value proposition, the minimum requirement for your technology. If you say that your technology is, uh, have a better frequency or better shift frequency, or I don't know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you have to demonstrate it. This is your first step. And then you maturate, you develop it as a product, and it could be long. Okay. Okay. I see. Now, so where I was going to next is so we're talking about we're already talking about acceleration etc etc <laughs> yeah. now let's go back to you know uh, jane at her bench who has this idea and uh who's going to go to the v she's in montreal she's going to v1 studio she's going to do the Q the qcse program and she starts uh she's she, the first thing she thinks is well i have this much time to do my phd I really want to pursue this entrepreneurial idea. Uh, I don't know how it's going to affect my publishing, but also I don't know how it's going to affect my day-to-day -day and week-to-week -week schedule. Yeah. What, what, what do you have to, to to share as in in terms of advice uh, around that? Because time is the thing we need to manage during our PhD. For all of us, for most of us, it's the resource that we that you know the scarcity of mm -hmm. how do i then make space for something that you are saying is quite can be quite complex and can require yeah. a lot of extra work so first of all going to qcse or v1 studio is next step the first step is protect your ip okay. so develop develop a project in the lab like you would do your research as usual Then when you have something that is enough prepared, you can make an invention disclosure at your university. So you can ask to your, your we talked about the office of uh, connection between industry and, and, and university. These people knows how to do it. They know the process. And, um, and actually... Uh, you will fill a form, which is which is called invention disclosure. So you you disclose to the university that you would like to protect something. Okay, and the university will send it to either themselves; they have an office who analyze this kind of proposal, or or an organization like Axelis. This is what what it's you usually what 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 you do in in the in the Quebec province. Mm -hmm. um, And and they will analyze if it's worth to protect something. Okay. We talked about protection, but what is more um, interesting is what is the value behind your potential invention? So what what kind of value? And when you do this kind of analysis, you you capture you would like that the people capture the value. If it's a patent. 
I mean, if it's if it it could be protected with a patent, okay, that's one way to go. So, um, so, so a uh, device uh, or it could a, be a device, it could be a, a method, concept, a it method. could be a process, uh, it could be uh, it, yeah, it's 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 usually like that. So okay. a system system is a device plus a method. Mm-hmm. So method process. So so then you can protect your IP and then you can publish. So so the advice is 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 don't publish, but more like have a publication strategy. Okay. So usually people in research, you know, they think about their hypothesis, they're doing their experiments, they have results, they publish it, mm-hmm. you know, it's straightforward. Or mm-hmm. sometimes they go in a conference. Don't go right away in a conference. <laughs> Sit down and think about, is it valuable what I'm doing? If it's valuable, and if you th- really think that is valuable, feel an invention disclosure. Let the people give the time to analyze it. Let the, the patent agent to um, make an app, a, a file a patent application. Okay. And then you can publish if it's the right strategy. Okay. This means you need to have your PI on board. Of course. <laughs> that, that was the first question. Like, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. UPI is, is the, the turning point of everything. Like, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, if you need UPI, it, yeah, you need UPI on board. Of course. Because this is, the, this is what they, this is the, the people who open the doors, you know. Do you, and do you have any other like like more time management advice to share for someone who yeah. wants to do something like this? Yeah. So it's it's really important to be when you go through this process you have to be uh, like and if you go if you would like to start your company you have to take the time to do it cuz you cannot start a, a very a, you know a scientific company where you can go through you cannot go through the scientific entrepreneurship path without taking the time for your company mm-hmm. so uh, it's like it's like growing up a baby you need you need to take some time with your your kids you know mm-hmm, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a it is a sort of baby yeah i see so so take some hours to one or two days for that it's it's it could be very demanding uh, at some point of the company, but right in the beginning, if you do your PhD, um, you have to actually you have to manage your time with this. And what's what's what are key ways that people that you've dealt with have found to do this? Do you str- do you make your PhD longer, or is it really like you're saying? compartmentalizing your week and say okay you know a, monday tuesday i work on the company and then the yeah. rest of the week i work on the on the project I've, I've seen i've seen many kind of ways it really de- it really depends on where you are in the project if you are in the beginning of the project just focus on the lab work um sometimes um you can take half a day uh, a week uh to do it but uh, i know a program named lab to market it's another it's another kind of program lab to market is an organization everywhere in canada and not everywhere in canada but in specific cities in canada where they have uh they they yeah and and 
and their program is four months intense about yeah. growing up your 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 company project okay. from the be from the beginning so you focus for four week for four months about your company project and that's it okay you in, so, in, uh, okay, so so you take a break to just do that yeah. and then you resume okay yeah you take a break to just do do that and uh, at the end you can wondering if it's if it's a good if it's a good company project or not because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. wow. yeah and and this is what it takes okay yeah it's minimum yeah. <laughs> <laughs> minimum viable what's the what's the name because uh, <laughs> yeah you have you have different things you have the momentum of starting a, a, a company project uh, so and and you don't know if it, if it, if it would be a commercial success because okay the the first rule there is i would like to start a company because i would like to make a product or a service for clients mm-hmm. okay so at the end you would like clients solve a problem for people would like to buy your product mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. Is, this is the the, <laughs> the starting this point. Is a, yeah, this is a starting point but if you find that you don't have clients i mean there's no uh there's no potential for your companies mm-hmm. so so you have to pivot a little bit uh finding where is uh your value there uh, for your technology or what and sometimes you have to think about uh, what is the problem and finding a solution and just forget the technology a little bit mm-hmm. so um, yeah it's uh, it, it's a com- lo- it, it could be a complicated <laughs> adventure <laughs> now so here you're talking you're talking about so this makes me think uh, of, of um, one aspect which is you know, if if I say, okay, this look look at this M- MBA program, you know, directly you expect well they have all the skills to become entrepreneurs, and here we're sa- we're talking about PhD uh, researchers who are in humanities, who are in life sciences, who are in in you know uh, hard sciences, whatever, and who don't have formal training in business. Is there? So, and you seem to say that, uh, you know, every year, uh, you didn't say it like that, but there's always projects that are spinning off of labs, of, of, uh, of research. Uh, uh, there, there aren't many? or actually, actually, compared to the number of, pro- of research projects that exist, that could be a, sp- a spin-off company. There is not. There's okay. not a f- there are a few. Um, we saw also but, but, uh, just yeah. a second but you were you you did mention that there are universities that are there are very strong departments who that are making research into businesses did i did there, i hear there wrong? are some there are some so it's it's focused in yeah. specific if places. you if you think in the world yes you have some space like boston area okay uh, where where it, I mean, the money is there. Uh, you have uh, a lot of startup company who just fail sometimes and success mm-hmm. some other times. Uh, the the sum of professors and labs are usually like uh, starting up companies. Uh, 
But if you take the 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 Quebec, the Quebec, mm. very good in research. A, a a little bit less good in innovation. Okay, let's say. So there's so, a lot of space. There's a lot of growth. There's a lot of work to do. To yeah, no, to turn the the wheel on on the on the right side. And some, you know, grow, I, I mean, developing a technology into the lab. Sometimes it, it's not for startups, mm. and we we have to accept it. So you you can have a company that can like who can license your 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 technology, technology. and uh, and uh, that's another way to do it. But for startup company, um, you talked about the MBAs. Um, I really think that startup company is a teamwork. It's not a solopreneur who's going alone, like mm-hmm. a lone wolf, and doing the things alone. It, it, I mean, maybe a long time ago it it, it exists, but now it's it's a teamwork. So if you were a scientist, you were the scientist, and that's great, you know. But the business side could be completed with a, a partner who has this skill set the other skill set okay and also this mindset mm-hmm. of you know knocking the doors because being an entrepreneur is is most of the time is selling your 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 technology are you the one who will sell the technology or are you the guy who developed the technology in the lab mm. you can be both but they are very rare you know mm-hmm. so you can complete your team it's a teamwork you can complete the team with other people who has different kind of skill set. Okay. And do these, uh, you know, innovation offices, etc., at universities somehow help people find uh, teammates like this? That would be awesome. <laughs> But no. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. Uh, yeah, people work on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There, <laughs> there's some. Especially in Quebec, uh, there, there's some work uh, work on that. Uh, it's it's always like being in contact with the people in the ecosystem. Just uh, don't do not wait that these people are coming. Um, you can yourself go there and meet meet people. Mm-hmm. Uh, go in go to network uh, with 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 people. There are some institution who has already a network or some environment who has already a network or some, some uh, center for entrepreneurship okay. can do it. But there's no formal kind of program or way to do it. So, uh, yeah. And, and you know, PhD students are not very good at network. They improve it. So, uh, yeah, it could, be, it could be a little bit difficult. A little challenge, but if you go to Harvard again, uh, or uh, other, there are some like uh, you know the the innovation center is near the business school, and okay. there's uh, and they they do speed dating and things like that. Yeah, I'm seeing, for example, how it builds at at, at Toronto. You have the Mars building, okay. so you have the the you have the the biological labs at some levels uh, you have the the center for commercialization at some levels you have the vc at at the other levels and 
and okay. everybody is is in the same building and some <laughs> also big companies and startup companies so so it's creating this kind of space are very exciting uh but it's not always possible in everywhere mm. now i've seen that um in france uh last year i don't know if it's a yearly thing mm -hmm. last year there was a bank uh one of those big banks now that i don't remember that was promoting B this bpi bpi i believe yeah. they have they had this program promoting deep tech what they call deep tech uh projects uh you know are is there uh are there here in quebec to um campaigns to promote innovation to to help this this uh uh step from research to innovation to yes. grow uh because like you said uh, apparently there's a lot of space to fill still yeah but it, it's not uh, th there's a lot of things as well uh i mean uh, uh we can look in france it's pretty new uh mm -hmm. here yeah. it's, there's there's a, there's some stuff so so in terms of fi uh, financing uh NSERC, has a great program named i2i okay. um you axelis has a program named pso uh so this is this is money for growing up product from the research developing a product from the research uh you have um you have other program from uh frq um So this is the program that we call maturation, but you have also the collaborative research program, which is a bit different, which is a company would like to have something from a lab, um, like a, like a service or, or technology from a lab and they develop it into the lab. And this is other kind of programs, but you, there's, there's, there are money and there's program for that. Mm. So and and uh, I guess these are all things that, you know these are all things that we can firstly share in the show notes of the episode uh, these programs these entities uh, but I imagine that uh, if you go to the innovation office of your university they will have a list of these things uh, or you know because I imagine the ecosystem is not so large and and uh, it it must be well known uh, in yeah in in quebec particularly there's a lot of organizations and the people at the university knows them uh yeah yeah mm. um now uh so you've let's say you have your middle end of your phd you have protected your ip um you feel that you know you, there's something there You've done uh, some training and 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 you know accrued some some skills yourself. Uh, so you imagine you know someone has done all the right things, um, but then one of the unknowns, uh, at least when I think about this question, is okay. You've done all of this, but you're in the lab. You're in the academic milieu. Mm -hmm. How do how? do you navigate and how and do you have examples or stories to tell about then you know you finish PhD, you graduate and now you you, you, trans, you transition no. to <laughs> yeah. to being to having just this baby which has now grown 
so how how does how does that go are there also um is there also uh, help you know or or are there also uh, programs out there to help uh people transitioning from academia to to entrepreneurship completely yeah so yes you have some uh, it's it's very difficult uh i will not lie you know mm-hmm. it's it's very mm-hmm. difficult just because um because you you have to find your own salary uh at some point so v1 doing this this we talked about v1 v1 is doing this kind of transition mm-hmm. you have other stuff like um my tax have some cool program um uh, i'm thinking about future proner this is very uh, quebec things I've but uh, but i i can believe that other provinces in canada have these similar programs um you can be in an incubator uh, sometimes and they have some a bit of money but it's, it's very few so so when you when you are at some point are you so this is when you start in the beginning and you plan it a little bit and you finish your phd that would be nice to have a bit of money <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe so some you have some organization you have vcs but are you ready for vcs uh, is your company is for vcs that's candidate. another questions um but yeah vcs helps you have some vcs that are very uh, uh near the university or mm-hmm. integrated into the university and they can help um to grow the company but you have to prove that your technology is great for a company mm-hmm. or you have to validate your markets your market and show that you may have client at some point mm-hmm. and and vc can support you um yeah yeah but so it's, vc it's, for for those who who don't know it's venture capitalists yeah um i have heard that for example i had a, a guest uh and she said that she was part of this uh group of women entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and that uh one of the things that in this group happened was that people in there that were venture capitalists would you know you could pitch to them and uh, so maybe there are other communities like that mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh, domain specific or anyway uh, you know with some kind of niche th- that your project is in that could help you uh, at least get in touch with possible uh, pe- possible venture people who could bring uh, money into your project but mm-hmm. again that's that's kind of a long shot too i imagine it's not it's not a given yeah. for everyone. And and again, if you are well supported uh, by like your center of, of entrepreneurship or your incubator, if you're well supported by your incubator, you know the ecosystem, you know how the thing works. I mean, I mean, there are people who will support you and can show you the doors, mm-hmm. the right doors to go because there are multiple. So it could be, it could be very difficult to to know where to go but if you are well supported that's mm. uh it's a very good uh, very good thing and so w- one thing that i because now we ca- we're kind of at the end of the of this whole uh mm-hmm. life cycle and th- there's one thing that you mentioned uh, en passant 
uh, in passing and that uh, that I think is important which is you know do you know if you're going if you're going to have clients and because <laughs> your idea could be a bad idea and mm-hmm. uh, what advice do you have for young researchers who wake up one day have think this might be a good idea to uh, to help them do the right things in terms of market research and preparing yeah. the field that on that side of things. Talk to people <laughs> who knows more than you, the market. <laughs> that, of, that's, I, I can't agree more. Conversations with people who know more are, are the best. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not in publication that is written. No, mm-hmm. it's not written in the publications because uh, you can you you can spend like uh, days of of reading publications, but talk to people. That's that's the, the better way to do it. Okay. And and there's there's strategies like uh, I mean there's there's a th- like a business development uh, way to do things, but but talk to people simply mm-hmm. like um yeah i have a follow up question so i th- okay talk to people is the solution you know i need to imagine that it, it's me i need to protect my ip let's yeah. say i uh like the person you said i've 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 uh, i'm working on this uh, new device or system let's say system uh for the medical domain uh, but I can't disclose it. But you know how how do you get the answers you want while still protecting your IP? <laughs> uh, for, so because I, I know I, what I know, I'm getting I, is I the first thing is like, you know what I mean, right? The, 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 yeah, the confidentiality. To, the confidentiality. But you need to be a little bit uh, brave of going to talk to people because that's the key. Uh, to talk to a bunch of people, but how do you navigate those okay. conversations? Okay. What are the right types of questions to ask to be sure you, to be to make sure you have good data to work on after? Okay, so yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good question. So, what do we call a validation a market validation? So, you have to think that you are surrounded by people. So, the university there is there. Uh, you have the technology transfer office is there, uh, the incubator is there. You have you can have a coach, uh, and they will advise how to do it. Um, first of all, um, you cannot sign NDA with everybody because uh, imagine that you have to make a market validation. Oh my it's impossible to sign an NDA, yeah. and and actually some people don't like it, yeah, especially especially in this kind of way. So there is. You can present the technology to these people, not the secret source, but what would be the results mm-hmm. that can provide that the technology can provide. So problem so what, black box result. <laughs> yeah. Um if I'm if I'm the client and I'm I'm spending 15 minutes or 20 minutes with with somebody, what's there for me? Perfect. You know, mm-hmm. what's there for me? I'm a if if I'm buying your technology and spending maybe uh, thousands of dollars, why should I do? What that? am I gaining? What yeah. are my patients gaining? What is my yeah. organization gaining with this? So this is what we call the value proposition. So what's there? What's there for the client? 
what I'm gaining, but not how you do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and now I'm getting a little practical, but I I, I think people like practical advice, and and I'm maybe putting you on the spot, but let's see let's see your answer. If you, if let's say I have I have this thing it's, I I <laughs> I have this this uh, solution problem uh, I know what I know what I want to offer and I'm gonna go and I know, now I have to do these twenty thirty calls to people do I go with a set list of a set list of questions or uh, do I go with a few open ended questions and try to to get data it's uh, it's an interview it's an interview. So you have to prepare a little bit your interview. Mm-hmm. What what do you want to know from these people? Do you really know these people? This is these people has a LinkedIn profile. Who, who are you talking about to? Mm-hmm. You know, what mm-hmm. are you talking to? Uh, what what would be their problems? Um, so uh, what 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 kind of technology do they dream of? You know, so uh, so there, there's some there's some question that you can figure out. Or you can confirm with them, and sometimes they can give you some some stuff that you've never imagined. Mm-hmm. And this is where you, you you think about. And usually, what what happens when you do this this thing is, well, what I thought is not is not a reality. Mm-hmm. So, so this is completely different about what what the people need. Does it answer to the question? Yeah, it does answer. It it does answer my question. But now you you know you're talking about validation. So because I'm still thinking of the graduate researcher and and who has an idea, Um, and I think this that we just mentioned can be used actually at a certain stage of advancement of your project. But at the beginning, do you do the same? So you you just say, hey, I'm in the second year of my PhD. I'm doing this project. Is is it okay to? Do you need to feel awkward going to people, uh, let's say, doctors or 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 other you know people in the industry, to say and say, hey, this is my PhD project. I can't give you a lot of details, but I think it might be. Da, da, da. Is it you know? Should I feel comfortable going and well, talking with this, with yeah, people like this? I I don't think you have to do it right in the beginning, uh, mm. except. If you want just uh, connect with people, or or that that could be nice to con. It's always nice to connect with people, but presenting technology that doesn't exist, even even at the bench, it's it's okay to present the technology that will exist, mm. but be careful because because you need some a little bit of proof. Like mm, it, okay. there, there's things that you can do in times. Uh, of course, the, the earlier is the better, but, but you know, is it the right time to contact the people? Uh, sometimes, if you're too early, it's 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 always a problem. It so it could be also a problem of. I mean, do you have really proved your your, your value proposition? Is it the right value proposition? Did you do you really think about it? Mm-hmm. So, in the process. It's good to start with that, but you know, uh, there's a good time for doing that. So mm-hmm. I really think that you do your research, you protect your IP, and then you go there. Okay, it's. Okay. I I think this is the right way to do it. All right, good. 
Um, yeah. I was going to ask, is there something we didn't cover? Because we you know we went from the, the very beginning to kind of the very end of the process. Of course, we didn't go to, uh, you get bought by someone else. <laughs> that's that's out of the scope of this conversation. But uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes you can create a company as a vector for finding money, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's that's another way. You can do it in, in pharma. That's very common because in pharma, you have a very few money and mm-hmm. uh, you need a lot of money to grow your product. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, um, I mean, there's, there's different way to do it. So, uh, so this is, a, I think we cover a lot. We covered but, a lot, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is a, you. You had very good questions. So, uh, so where to start? Uh, what should I say? Um, mm-hmm. But there's there's a path to to go through. Uh, there's not thousands of ways of of do, making a company. Uh, but yeah, you would like to know first uh, if it's a good, if you have a good idea. Mm-hmm. And the the earlier you know that you have a bad idea, <laughs> the better it the better. is because other, <laughs> you will not lose your time, you know? Exactly. Awesome. And the time of the people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you said, I think we covered a lot of, of, of good uh, terrain. Uh, if you're watching uh, the replay or if you're watching now, mm-hmm. but if you're listening and this elicited some questions to you, uh, you can uh, write uh, write us. Uh, Gad, uh, can you share how the best way to reach out to you? Yes, for sure. You can write me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's that's the best way to, to reach mm-hmm. me out. So Gad Sabatier, PhD. And same thing for me, or you can write uh, to david at papaphd.com. Um, I, I, I think this is very interesting. Uh, I thought there, there was more, I, 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 maybe because I'm surrounded with people who are involved somehow in, in, in part of this, including, including you, God. Um, I thought the, 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 you know, the, the academia, the I mean, labs here were more prolific in terms of, uh, of innovation, but if they're not yet, I know because you hear it even you know in the news that it's a priority uh, to to get mm-hmm. to make uh, well. And we're talking of Quebec because where we are, but to make Quebec more innovative. So I I think it's it's um, you know I think growth is going to come. Uh, money is, is funding is also probably going to come. Uh, and and so if you do have ideas that that can change people's lives. Uh, it's the moment to start doing it, and um, mm-hmm. and again, I'll share all these resources that God mentioned in the I'll put links in the show notes, so you can go explore them and see at what stage you are and which one you need right now to to get your project going. Yeah, thank you, David. It was uh, really nice to talk about it. Cheers. But, uh, yeah, go we ahead. didn't have your point of view, but that would take another hour, I guess. Well, <laughs> and the thing is, you for really in this conversation today, you're really the expert. I, I I really wanted more to to play the role of the person who's asking themselves questions and and who, yeah. who could get some of your know-how. Um, one of the things we didn't talk about uh, is is just uh, you know uh, accruing new skills that you can use. Uh, the second lab is one of such places where where you can get skills that can be be leveraged to your your entrepreneurial uh, endeavors. 
Can you share where people can find the second lab? Yeah, uh, the secondlab.com, uh, or we have a LinkedIn uh, page. Page is, uh, yeah. Sounds good. Well, God, if if you don't have uh, any anything else to add, let's wait for people's questions. Uh, I'd love yeah. to to see what what they uh, they have uh, they have to ask, and uh, and that would be it. If you like this, uh, go to well, follow us here on LinkedIn. Follow Papa PhD. Follow the Second Lab. You can go to YouTube also if that's where you prefer. And if you are on YouTube right now, follow follow Papa PhD. Um, if you're a regular listener or, or, or you know if you're regularly in the audience i'd really love to get to know you better and i have a survey running uh, it's you can find it at papaphd.com forward slash audience where uh, you'll have some answer some uh, answers to give to some questions about you uh, you know when what types of podcasts you listen to etc cetera, etc cetera. And uh, it's really to to get to know you better and to to be able to offer content that's more and more uh, adapted to your desire. Uh, so if you can if you can go to papaphd.com forward slash audience, it would be very appreciated. Uh, and then um, then that that would be it. Uh, you can also support the show at papaphd.com forward slash donate, uh, or just go to the 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 to papaphd.com and look at the support page. Uh, the, the, there's different ways there to, to support support me in doing this show. So, Gad, thank you so much uh, for this this PhD dojo. Thank you very much, David. And uh, looking forward to the next one. Great. I have a little favor to ask of you. I'm planning improvements to the show and getting to know you better will allow me to tailor those improvements to your preferences and to your needs. So please visit papaphd.com forward slash audience and fill in the audience survey that's there for you. Thank you for your help and for your time. 